Hey everyone, Val here with The College Voter, giving a disclaimer that this is probably our most tense podcast my father and I have ever recorded. We do get very political out of our family and sometimes we get overheated, especially when we have conflicting opinions. This is one of those instances and it's a very real conversation to show you all and we were honestly a bit nervous to do so. However, we do think that it's important to show that even when our nation is so polarized, our families can also be as polarized and that we sympathize and empathize with you and your families if you are also having these political conversations. Just please remember to always make up with your family if you do have a political fight at the end and just know that the only way that we can get through this is having these hard conversations so that we can grow and learn from them together. Here's a little sneak peek to show you what I mean. A group of fucking thugs decided Let's you and I go try it now and see how long we put all this shot. That's so wrong. She was breaking into the floor of House of Representatives. Okay, they decided. Do you agree that those people who seize the Capitol are domestic terrorists? No. Whatever the fuck you say, I'm gonna listen to. I'm gonna learn something. They're talking about you right there. When BLM was destroying our cities, torching places like Kenosha and Minneapolis. Let's just add lip and go. What topic would you like to talk about? The domestic terrorism on Capitol Okay, fine, you wanna take that approach? Let's take that It approach. is domestic terrorism on the Capitol. Let's get right to the point. Okay, your point. First off, let's back up a minute, okay? You know, there's an old expression, one person's terrorist is another person's freedom These people fighter. are not freedom fighters. Okay. They are Proud Boys, an organized okay. movement that seized the Capitol. And coincidentally, I just read that there was someone there allegedly from BLM and Antifa, but they were only there in the Capitol to film what was happening. So let, let's just say that if anyone believes the press, no matter what end of the spectrum you're on, you're making a mistake. This is the same media, our own eyes. These was our eyes. Yeah. These were people seizing the Capitol. You're correct. That yeah, was actually absolutely. what happened and it was no, actually no. recorded. And I don't doubt that because I saw it and I agree with you. And it was actually Here, domestic terrorism. Here's where a lot of problems are coming even from this. So let's take CNN and MSNBC. While BLM and Antifa were destroying other people's property, were taking over police departments during the Kavanaugh hearings, where people, I saw this with my own eyes, were smashing on the door to break into the Supreme Court. That was called a protest. And I remember clearly politicians like Chucky e. Schumer and Nancy Pelosi saying, people need to vent. And they were saying that coincidentally while I was watching Fox, while they were playing the destruction of other people's property. But that was cool. Now you have a bunch of people equally as wrong, equally as wrong, smashing a window and entering the Capitol. Well, no, let's get the facts straight. They pushed down the barriers, they entered federal property, and they sm they tried to smash the door of the floor of House of Representatives. And the police that they were bashing through, they were calling the police traitors for not supporting the president. They had guns in the Capitol, mind you, which is a federal crime, 
BLM did not seize the Capitol. They did not bring guns into any federal... It doesn't they are make both a illegal. No, no, no. Trust me. They are both illegal. Okay, yeah, they are. But they delayed and interrupted a Senate confirmation hearing of the Electoral College approval. That's why they were there. You know why they were there? Pence was in Congress to approve the Electoral College like, win of Biden. And then the Proud Boys went in to stop that. How do you know the Proud Boys? Can you get off the soapbox for a second? Let's agree. Let's agree it's wrong. It's illegal. Blah, 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 blah. I get it. I get it. The problem as I see it, and this is the problem with these hard left or hard right people. Let me try to make an argument that these knuckleheads, <laughs> they broke a window and they entered a building. Keep that thought there. Keep that thought there. Antifa and BLM destroyed property by the millions, destroyed police departments, and in return, they got generally favorable coverage. Now, factor that in with a guy like Trump who stirred the pot, a bunch of people that genuinely believe, genuinely believe that they're saving this country from socialism and they do what they do. Well, maybe, just maybe, they thought that their cause would be picked up in a positive light like Antifa and other people's causes. So you, you got a situation here where no one calls out bullshit for being bullshit. Now, you're saying hey, it's a federal building. Yes, it is okay. one of the three branches of government. Well, what happens? Well, but what happens when the people that try to break into the Supreme Court? Federal court buildings, it is open to the public. Yeah, so we bash the door and the door's no, closed. No, 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 no. Listen. Like, yes, I see that they did push past the police line storming the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court. Was anyone shot there? No. But any, think about that. That woman, 34 years old, 14 years in However, the Air Force. Wait a second. She, some guy, shot her in her freaking neck. Well, they also brought guns into the Capitol. I, they, like, they, they have I to assume. No, no, no. They have okay. to assume on a safety mm. standpoint. Why not assume that a person is armed? I mean, they assumed that... Like Trayvon Martin was armed because he had, what, a hairbrush in his hand? So, wait. so they shoot innocent people because they assume that they have guns on um, them. And after gunshots were fired in the Capitol, keep that in mind, mm -hmm. the police are going to be wired. Make, the police are going to be wired making sure that they're safe, first and foremost. The police are technically doing their jobs by defending themselves. I'm not saying this applies to you, but yeah, CNN, MSNBC, and the left, they're always concerned about the safety of police. That's such... It's not bullshit. It is bullshit. It, no, no, no. It's not like, for you, not for you, but... No, like, safety of police officers, safety of first personnel is what you first learn in any emergency job. Nurses, EMTs, paramedics, the first thing you learn is protect myself first, because if I can't protect myself, I cannot protect anyone else. So the police officer who... Sh shot before aimed, I'll say, was doing exactly that. He thought he was protecting himself so that he could protect okay. the now, general now, public. Now again, let's be intellectually honest. And you're right. Let's assume for a moment that that was an African-American woman, African-American woman, and she was shot by a police officer. The media that, would be more hype about More? Her. Do you know you can't even hear this woman's name? on CNN or MSNBC or the New York Times. So what I'm saying, Valerie... She's still a part of a domestic terrorist organization. Valerie, what I'm saying is, I'm reaching a point where I don't give a shit no more. I care less. But younger people that will be here, vertical, 
longer than me on this earth. What do you mean vertical? Standing up, not dead. This is the world that you're all going to inherit. So if people can't have one set of standards for everybody, if people can't find where, and it's not there. So that just inflames a certain group of people. And, you know, 74 million people voted for him. That's a lot of people. If you only have 5% that are off the deep end, that's, what, 3.5 million people? That's like a freaking army. So that's the concern that they broke into the capital as a full-fledged organized army. They were seen in buses driving back to their pickup locations after a, after a number of them were arrested. And the Kavanaugh hearings that you spoke of previously, yeah. 164 people were arrested on that day. It's not like these people are getting off scotch-free. The people in the Kavanaugh hearings, 164 people, Kavanaugh hearings arrested. They were not an organized group. It was a protest. This, the BLM, was organized, yes. Antifa, though, has no hierarchical structure that we can understand at this point. There is a, it's a loosely structured organization. Keep that in mind. Sure. If you want more facts on that, I can send you facts from every media source. Second, let's go into the next point. BLM, most of them was not Antifa. There's a strict difference between Antifa and BLM. There were riots a part of BLM. No one's denying that fact. But you also understand that a lot of people, a part of it, were arrested. Just like in Vietnam, peaceful protests. You were arrested for protesting Person. Vietnam. That's right. And it was peaceful, right? No, and was it the freaking cops smashed my head against no, the no, goddamn desk? No, no, were you desk? peaceful? Were you being peaceful? For me. Was the group being peaceful? More or less. Depends what you determine is peaceful. So if you equate Vietnam War protests that could have been considered riots to BLM protests that were considered riots, the two are parallel in structure. Now let's talk about what happened recently at the Capitol. It was Trump right before told everyone on January 6th at this time Pence will go into the Capitol and he will approve the Electoral College of President-elect Biden. Trump told in a speech right before, guys, if Pence doesn't do this, we're screwed, the election is over, we lost, go fight. Like, go out there, go make your voice heard. So what that group did was that they walked from the White House to the Capitol to then break through police lines, walk in with guns, and break into the floor of House of Representatives, delaying the process of the electoral. These people that hate Trump, wait a minute. I'm literally saying the timeline because it seems that you're not aware of the true facts. It doesn't give a it shit does what give the a facts are. I'll tell you what I'm saying is irrespective of Trump, okay, or sleepy Joe Biden. President-elect Biden. He's a douchebag. He's, okay. Trump's it, a molester. Like, you, you want to call it what it is? Look, we can have a conversation about that another time. The country is divided. Both entities are wrong. There's a serious divide in this country. It's not getting any better. It's getting worse. And what I am saying is the media not keeping consistent standards and flaming the flame. Trump is a schmo, but yet what is CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times going to talk about that Trump is gone? All right, so he's gone. There's still the big divide. There's still going to be CNN and MSNBC fanning flames on one end. There's still going to be Fox and One America 
fanning flames on the other. Newsmax. So as a 63-year-old, it affects me a lot less than the thousands of listeners that you have, Valerie, that are going to be listening to this podcast. So what I'm saying, call those people whatever you want, but be consistent with other groups of people no. fighting for well if you if you So because what I'm saying is that the two groups are distinctly different. Okay. If we, well, and therefore that's why there's a different okay. rhetoric and different tone okay. Okay. associated with each group. Okay. And I'm saying to you whether you burn down a police department which whose mission is to protect people or breaking a window to to go into federal property. No, like storming the, the Capitol. Well, I tell you what, if you think it's fine I can't convince you. Another country were to do what people, the Americans did on Wednesday, the U.S. would probably invade. Like, if another country's citizens stormed their capital, the U.S. would probably respond with invasion. Historically, when civil unrest has happened in other countries, the U.S. has used it as a reason to invade. So now here it is happening in the U.S., and people are not, even though we would call the other country like, they have a terrorism issue, they have domestic terrorism all about, their country is corrupt and it's bad. Republicans are saying, wow, these people are just raising their voices up loud and Trump is praising them, so therefore we should all... And that was it, guys. We ended it right there. The rest of the conversation, though we did record more content, seemed to be going back in a loop, so I decided to cut it short. I'm actually doing something a bit unconventional and making this episode into two parts, if you want it. It does have a lot of charged emotions, and it's reliant on what you guys want to hear us speak about weekly. This episode, hope you know, was one of our most tense conversations I've ever had with my father. So take what you hear with a grain of salt from both of us. We do have very different political opinions, just like the rest of this nation. And what we showed you is the reality of our situation today. Yet nonetheless, my father and I love each other. We are family after all stand stronger united make sure that you catch us next week whether it be this episode or an episode with one of our guests aiden bazzetti who is a congressional intern right now and make sure you check us out on our socials www.thecollegevoter.org we do post articles supplementing our podcast as well as on our own personal passions gabriella meg Catherine, and i all post content so that's it for this episode we'll see you guys soon thanks for watching